Hey Shepherd family, welcome to this week of digital worship. I'm so glad to be a part of your life in these moments where I get to share from the Word of God and give you hope in a world where sometimes, as we learned last week, we can feel like foreigners, aliens, outcasts, people who just simply don't belong. You know, the reality though is that of 7 billion, 8 billion people in the world, Everyone, from God's vantage point, might be considered an outcast, an alien, a foreigner. Not because of their ethnicity or because of their place of origin, but because of our sin. We all stand before God as those who are sinful and unclean, in need of God's grace. And in that regard, God's work through Jesus Christ is to bring us back into the fold, to gather us closer to himself and and finally when it's all said and done to give us a hope that we're going to land after our final breath into our first day of eternity i want to share with you as we continue our study in these weeks following easter first peter chapter 1 beginning at verse 17 listen into these words where we read about the equality with which god the holy judge of heaven and earth treats each of us 8 billion sinners who are living in this world. I read to you again from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 17. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pay, pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now in these last days he has been revealed for your sake. I have three children. And the reality is that on any given day, one of them or a couple of them may be my favorites. Or, conversely, one of them or a couple of them will clearly be my not favorites. It's not that one is risen to the top. It's that because of behaviors, attitudes, reactions, someone has fallen off the scales. I think for us as Christians, because of our lives, in any given moment of the day, we can feel that our Heavenly Father may have reason to treat us the same way. In fact, even in this reading, there is that reference to um, those of us who will be ransomed are those who have done right, who have chosen to live in reverent fear. And that can cause a lot of anxiety in our hearts. Have I done enough? Have I avoided enough evil? Have I measured up to God's standards now that I believe and trust in Him? All of these questions well up in our hearts, and as they well up in our hearts, guess what typically tends to happen? Our shoulders get lower and lower and lower with the weight of concern whether or not we have satisfied God's desire for our life. 
I want to talk to you specifically today because even I know as a pastor that there are days where I look back on the hours that I've been awake, think about the things that I've thought, I've said, and I've done, and sometimes that doubt that strikes against the heart of my faith says, I think God's keeping a checklist and he's going to be checking it more than twice to realize that, Scott, today you've been more naughty than nice. And God is not in the game of being Santa Claus. He's not the jolly old fellow who rides on a sleigh that we celebrate at Christmas. No, at Easter time we remember that God is the righteous judge and he shows no favoritism. He counts each of our sin against us because it is, by definition, sin. It is unholy. It is a separating factor between us and God. And on the other hand, he looks at the perfect sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he also, in that regard, shows no favoritism in whom, uh, to whom that sacrificial merit or benefit is applied. Jesus Christ died for sinners, Paul said in one part of his letters. I am the greatest of them. <laughs> in other words, if God was ever to have a not favorite in that moment of time, Paul was saying, hi, of all of God's children, I'm the most not favorite. I think it's an encouragement for you to remember that no matter how low you go, no matter how heavy the weight becomes on your shoulders as you go through the checklist by which God reckons you naughty or nice, that you remember that the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who qualifies you for heaven. He is the one who by his death and resurrection has given an exchange for you in order to take upon himself your sinfulness and guilt and shame, and give to you his righteous standing with our Heavenly Father. Keep that faith before you this Easter and really throughout your life. Worship God with reverent fear, but that reverent fear grounded not in the works you've done or not done, but in the faith you hold dear to you. The faith you hold dear is at the heart of that reverent fear. Remember that. And may God bless you and keep you as he fills your heart with joy this Easter season.